Welcome to the cabin in Crapper Creek this week on the podcast, a special guest throughout the podcast, uh, Senator, Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski is going to join us. We'll talk hunting. Uh, we're going to play yes or BS with her and a game of would you rather all with the Senator in the cabin. Lovely Maria joins us. So we're going to ask her, is this cheating? We're going to find out what we can get away with with lovely Maria. Foodie Roundup, why we hate McDonald's hamburgers. We're going to tell you when exactly to apologize and the art of swearing. Oh, fucking A, right. This week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. All right, welcome to it. Good to have you in the cabin on the show. The Farthest North Rock and Roll Show a radio station on planet Earth, 95.9, way up here. And we're so happy to have you joining us on air and on the podcast. And finally, I get her in here. It's been years, I think. I can't remember the last time. And that is our good Senator Lisa Murkowski is with us in town. I think you ask me every time I see you, Glenner. I do. Are you going to come on my show? Can I come and on I my show? I say, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm here. Finally. I know you're it's finally, about dang and, time. and we're so happy to have you here. It, uh, I think years ago we had you on when you made one of the trips. Of course, you're in town, and uh, boy, you're doing high power, and you're going to be at the football game, and you got lots going on. We're glad to have you here. And, uh, I have to do a spin class in the morning too. Oh, oh, you're doing spin class too? Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. I've done that. That's well, a, that's a good I one. I haven't, and I'm a little intimidated. I mean, I I love to ride bikes, and I well, then you you'll know, be fine. Okay, just right. find the beat. Just find the beat and try to keep up. That's yeah, but when you're on a bike, man, you just want to keep going straight down that road. You don't want to be finding the beat. I don't know. Anyway, it's going to be an adventure it's, every day. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I, I, I do it. I know uh, Willie Blackburn's got one going, and I know there's a number of spin classes in town that are very popular. So you're going to do fine with uh, that. I'm going hey, to do fine. you know what? Uh, you're going to do better on a bicycle than Joe. So let's just go there. <laughs> that's, right. that's true. Okay. Uh, there's not a helmet big enough in the world for the poor man. But, you know, neither here nor there. I know you're in town and you've got, there's so many things going on. I don't want to think, I'm not going to blow a bunch of smoke up your butt because uh, I'm going to tell you now, I do appreciate the fact that um, you are not afraid to lob across the aisle because as a moderate myself, I really appreciate that. And I, I'm hoping more people do. I'm trying uh, to get some things done instead of just sending messages. I'm so tired of that. I'm just glad you're not following the sheep. I don't care what side of the aisle. I'm just glad you're not following the sheep. That's all. I just I just appreciate that. So that's as political as I'm getting here today with you. I hope that's okay. Love it. Thank you. Uh, well, another thing. Did you get out to Ely Lake at all? I did. Did you? I did. We oh. we went out for our annual fall yes. duck hunt. And it's always, it's always a process to get out there. Of course. And you know what I did? We we've got a we've got a cabin that's pretty oh, yeah. pretty run down. It's been in the family for a long, long time. Oh yeah, I know it and, well. And and we're thinking about what are we gonna do to make sure that it doesn't fall in the lake. We gotta we gotta dig a new outhouse, you know, the whole the whole thing. It's gonna be like your little cabin here at Crapper Creek. Right. What I do need are these times with my family. What I do need is to be building this with my kids so they wanna bring their kids. It it was so mind clearing when you're out there. More than a more than a good handful of of ducks that are making their way south because I missed them. But all right, well there we go. So that's pretty fantastic and a great place to go, and I I, I do love it out there as well. Senator Lisa Murkowski with us coming up. We're going to play. Would you rather with the senator? That's. Let's just get out of the way now, so we can uh, you know listen to the rest of the show and then go hit the outhouse because we're going to eat. It's time for a foodie roundup. Yeah. Let's take a look at some of the food news this week. We do it every week. 
McDonald's chicken nuggets, somebody did a study, and they only come in four different shapes. None of them are natural. Well, we knew that. None of them are natural chicken shape. New study ranked 182 U.S. cities based on their foodie appeal. Number one, Portland. Followed by Orlando, Miami, San Francisco, and Austin, Texas. Huh. Burger King is going to launch a new ghost pepper Whopper just in time for Halloween season. So now for Halloween is ghost pepper. I'm here seeing that a lot. Is that the new pumpkin spice now? Also, Heinz for Halloween is bringing back tomato blood ketchup for Halloween. I don't, that doesn't even, what? Is that a Klingon meal? Girl Scout cookies might be going up a buck, $6 a box. How bad do you want them? Mm. Well, they are Girl Scout cookies. Taco Bell's bringing back the $10 Taco Lover's Pass for, I think they just did it for like a day where you buy the app. Of course, you got to go to, you know, their website and get it on the app. And you get a free taco per day for the, for like 29 days. Knowing you're, you know, you're going to buy other stuff too. Plus they get you to go to their website. Now they got you in the system. M&M's has added a new purple M&M character to their ad campaign, but here's the thing, not to the M&M's. What? This is designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity, but they didn't include it in the actual... Uh, I guess it'd be rude to ask if it's got nuts, right? Everybody's talking uh, about the pumpkin spice. Only 8% of people are pumpkin spice haters. I'm not a fan. It's not that I hate it. I just, uh, I'm, I guess I'm in. What about indifferent? 37 are considered neutral. 55% like it. And only 8% were negative to it. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but sure. Okay. Are you sure about that? I mean, that number seems off to me. Baskin-Robbins is introducing its spiciest flavor, the new spicy and spooky ice cream. Uh Uh-huh. Featuring the flavor of real ghost pepper. Here we go. Ghost pepper is the new uh, pumpkin spice, I guess. Snickerdoodle Oreos will hit the shelves this month. Now that sounds good. Let me guess. Is it Snickerdoodles with pumpkin spice or is it Snickerdoodles with ghost pepper? A TikToker says he found, uh, he knows the best way to find the best Chinese food restaurants by specifically looking at uh, restaurants that get um, 3.5 stars out of 5. If they get less, they're bad. But if they get more, that means too many white people like them and there's too much emphasis on the service and the food won't be authentic. Wow. Slamming on the white people again. Well, you know, it's a fad. Hey, a third of coffee drinkers said they started drinking it as a kid. I remember I was drinking it when I was young, but I would, you know, drink it out hunting with mom, with my dad. And they always had coffee. I'd have to put a lot of cream and sugar in it, but I did. Yeah, a third started drinking when they were a kid. 36% when they were 21 or older. Taco Bell bringing back a couple of the Mexican pizza and the double double. Decker Taco and the Inchirito. And finally, uh, as mentioned, McDonald's 
going to start selling adult Happy Meals next week. Hope it comes with Xanax. Otherwise, it ain't very happy. Or maybe a toy that requires batteries. I'm just saying. It's a fruity roundup. Yeah! I don't know if you caught this. Last week, we mentioned the fact that the inventor of the cell phone, the dude is like 92 now. He kind of pulled a William Shatner on SNL. Remember when uh, William Shatner hosted SNL? That's oh, probably 15 years ago, at least. Maybe 20. But he plays himself at a Star Trek convention, and he just gets up to the mic and goes, People, my God, it was a TV show that ran for three years. Get a life already. <laughs> Quite an eye-opener for, I think, a lot of Trekkies. What? Well, that's kind of what the inventor of the cell phone did. They're asking about about his his invention. He says, I have it. And I look at it, but what happened? He said, people, put down the phone. Get a life already. Put down the phone. I think he actually regrets inventing it. Maybe a little. Get a life already. I mean, if all you're doing is staring at your phone and going to Star Trek conventions, you need to get a life. Or if like your co-workers, if you work at Taco Bell and they nicknamed you the lifer. Mm. Has it been four days and you're still crying because your favorite character got killed off on Stranger Things? You need to get alive. Oh, you know how Serena Williams gets tennis elbow? Yeah, you get bong elbow. If you get bong elbow, it's time to get a life. Let me guess, your last major purchase you made with Dave and Buster tickets. Oh, Lord. If your freezer is like full of pizza rolls, your dresser is full of nothing but pajama bottoms, and your bed is full of cats, get a friggin' life. And if you know for a fact who would win in a fight between Voldemort and Darth Vader, do I need to say it? The only eye contact you've made with a woman is the Macy's mannequin in the window. I think she was hot for you, too. Let me guess, your idea of aiming higher is basically to relocate from the parents' basement to the attic? Get a life. I only listen to PBS. Get a life! Come over to the dark side and rock out with us. I mean, I'm just saying. Right back with you. Good to have uh, our guest in the cabin today. A good friend, a good friend of the show, and that's uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski in town for a quick trip north. Your frequent flyer miles have just got to be really impressive. Crazy. They're crazy. All right. When all the Alaska Airlines flight attendants know you by name. Yeah. Hey, Lisa. Nice to see you. Where are you headed today? Right, right. Anyway, it's all good. Beautiful. Now, uh, so here we go. These are ridiculous questions. Just right. to ask, just to get a little insight on uh, Lisa Murkowski, and I'm sure nobody's ever asked you any of these, so I want to be the first. Here we go. Would you rather wear a clown wig or clown shoes every day? Uh, every day? Every day. Clown shoes so that um, I've got good room in my feet because I walk all, a lot. Okay. And I don't want a wig on my hair. It's too hot. All right. Well, okay. There we go. See? 
sensible. I'm uh, taking this very seriously. Apparently. You really no, that's okay. Uh, would you rather make minimum wage doing what you love or get rich from a job you hate? Oh, no, no. Minimum wage doing something you love because then you're never, ever, ever, ever working. You're just. Well, I work in radio. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you rather know the world's secrets or live ignorantly forever? And see, you get to, you have oh, to sit in yeah, on stuff. I'm yeah, an yeah. ignorant person. I, yeah. I just assume let you guys deal with the bad stuff. Yeah, you know, it's so, it's so wonderful to be able to allow your mind to absorb all of this extraordinary stuff. Um, sometimes one of the hard things of the job, though, is it's classified. Right. So you can't share it with anybody. Right. No, because then you'd have to kill me. So I get yeah. that. All right. Uh, would you uh, rather wear wet socks every day or have a headache every day for the rest of your life? Whoa, these are yeah. really complicated. These questions. are hard. I don't like headaches. So I'll just deal with the wet socks and I'll just put on dry socks at night and warm up my feet. All right. Well, there you go. I like that answer too. Plus, I think you'd get used to it more than you would the headaches. You do. Yeah. And, you know, your you, the warmth from your body warms up those, those socks. Shriveled yeah. little feet you have at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, would you rather glow bright pink every time you're attracted to somebody or glow bright red every time someone annoys you? Kind of like our, our good uh, late friend Uncle Don would. You know, God rest his soul. Oh, that's a tough one. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to be angry with people. No. And I think there's just too much of that glowing bright red that, you know, you might there's not see, but you that. can feel it. So I, I don't think I want to do the so glowing the big, bright red well, when people make me attracted could be many things. You yeah. Know, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. And finally, would you rather have the song Baby Shark stuck in your head forever or the jingle to the Huggies commercial, I'm a big kid now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just with some kids yesterday and they were singing that stupid baby shark. Okay. So whether I want it or not, I'm stuck with it. Okay. So it's in there already. <laughs> uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski with us. Not done yet. Coming up, we're going to play our favorite game. Yes or BS. From the farthest North Rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek podcast. That uh, A list came out of the most craveable fast food burgers. Five guys. And most of them we don't have here. Uh, let's see. Uh, we only have one. We used to have two. Five guys, Shake Shack, Red Robin, Carl's Jr., which we don't have anymore. In-N-Out Burger was six. Many of us have had it elsewhere. Smash Burger, Whataburger, Burger King, believe it or not. McDonald's did not make the top ten. Number two is Crystal. They serve mini burgers, too. Most of their stores are in the south. So I don't, And White Castle Burgers... Which are steamed, not grilled. What was number one? McDonald's not on there. What happened, man? The McDonald's hamburger used to be the creme de la creme. I don't know why. I never, I could never figure it out either. I mean, let's be honest. Fifty Shades of Grey should not be used to describe a meat patty. So I, I get it. I guess with the McDonald's hamburger. Those little pieces of onions, I don't know. They remind me too much of nail trimmings. I'm not, I can't get past that. And whoever sets that or salts them, they must set the shaker to hypertension because it's like, oh my God. And I'm sorry, but heat lamp is not a flavor. So I totally get why the McDonald's hamburger isn't that popular. I mean, they never look as good as the picture, right? And it's, it's even worse when even the picture looks effing disgusting. And you know all those viral stories we always read over the years about a McDonald's burger from 1995? 
not decomposing. Yeah, see that? That's not a good thing. That's not a selling point for your product. Plus, a McDonald's hamburger is like 90% bun, let's be honest. Kind of like Kim Kardashian, I guess. I'm sorry, but pickles should not be cut so thin they're transparent. They call them pickles on there. And then you get like one little one embedded into the bun. And really, I mean, come on, McDonald's burgers, well, duh. I mean, when the employee who usually serves them has a moist cough and a lip scab, eh, I think I might go down south and try me one of them White Castle burgers. Or I'll just go local here, right? We got great local burgers. You don't need fast food burgers anyway. I don't crave any of those. Take a local one anytime. Grill me up a nice buffalo burger. (laughs) Hi. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, I wanted to mention, because you were gone for, you know, 10 days, and you actually let my, my female BFF stay at our house, and that was really cool. Well, I'm, it's nice that you had l- allowed McCool, my buddy, to hang because a lot of women wouldn't do that because of trust issues. But I've never given you a reason otherwise. You know I don't have a cheating bone in my body. Uh, you sound like you're trying to do a survey. Well, there's a survey. Uh, why didn't you just start with that? I wanted to tap dance first. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh-huh. Tap away. Well, See these are interesting. And then- I'm super busy. What do you want? Well, they need it, it needs a female perspective. Well, you better get on it quickly because I gotta go. Fine. Anyway, uh, they surveyed like thousands of people to ask what is cheating and what isn't. So I'll go through this list. Uh, number one, kissing somebody on the cheek is that kissing uh, cheating? No. Okay. Scrolling. I think, well, I think that would depend, though. Right. <laughs> but you know, for the most part, I no. would say generally no. No, we do that all the time with folks. Oh, that means I might be cheating with Bobby downtown because he always kisses me on the cheek. That would be creepy. Scrolling through Tinder, which is a hookup site, uh, when you're bored, but not messaging anyone. Just looking. No, because sometimes they're entertaining. Yeah, that's very true. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Hugging somebody very closely and slowly. No. No. Sending someone else revealing photos. Yes. Yeah. 94% agreed. Yeah. Revealing photos. What the hell? You would never do that. Unless it's your toe. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> ooh. Well, you know, they might be into that. Then that it is, could uh, be. Yeah. I know. People are weird. Uh, giving somebody a massage. Maybe. Yeah. 22 says cheating no matter the context. Uh, yeah. That's uh, just, I don't think I couldn't. That would, that's too close. No, because I, I could do that with a friend. You Ye- know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But I would feel creepy giving a massage to a female friend unless you were like there. Yep. Okay. All I'll right. Go with that. All right. Uh, flirting with uh, that cute barista at Starbucks or a bartender. No. No. Flirting. God, you're the biggest flirt on the planet. Oh, so are you. Shut up. Uh, hooking up with someone else when you're on a quote unquote break. Let's say the two of you split for about. All right, we're on a break, and you hook up with somebody, and then you get back together with that person. You know the old Ross well, on no, Friends of thing. Not. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Obviously. Sharing a bed, but you don't do anything. Nope. All right. Holding hands with somebody else. Um. Nope. Okay. 42% said it depends. Telling someone I'd totally hook up with you if I was single. Yeah. That's cheating. Yeah, I actually don't like that one. All right. All right. I won't do that anymore. Um, (laughs) Hanging out with an ex without telling your significant other. Mm, Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say I always, because we both have hung out with our exes and we always make a point to let the other know. How about this? Just watching porn. Alone. No. Okay, no. no. Okay. Having sex with someone else. Well, yeah, that's actually on here. Having sex with someone else. That's a stupid thing. Right. And believe it or not, 1% in the poll said, no, that's not cheating. That's fine. What? <laughs> and finally, your partner has been in a coma for months and may not wake up. So you sleep with someone. Is that cheating? No, you wait till they die. And then you have sex with them? That's that's disgusting. Wait till your partner dies. Oh, the partner. See, that makes more sense. So we're good then. (laughs) I think we're good with the cheating thing. We're not going to do it. And uh, most of these are just fine. Be smart. That would be smart. And I can continue watching porn. Thanks, sweetheart. Bye. Love you. Bye. Now, as you know, uh, lovely Maria, my wife, I have her on the show, but I never, like, have her live because, well, she cusses like a drunken sailor. So I have to edit everything. Although her unedited stuff can be found on the podcast. So, live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. But the unedited stuff, uh, or the edited stuff, I got to do that for the air. And sometimes with you folks. Now, it's difficult for me at times. Being a stand-up comic and a middle-aged white guy, I, I cuss a lot as well, so I have to really watch myself. It's not always easy to catch yourself when you're doing live radio four hours every morning. So I do my best. They did a big uh, study on swearing. They wanted to figure out who, where people s- swear the most. And it's a weird place. You know the number one place? Columbus, Ohio. What? Yeah, I guess they said uh, an average of 36 swear words per day by people. The national average is 21. Number two is Vegas. I could see that. Jacksonville, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Philly, Indy, San Francisco, Louisville, Fort Worth. Huh. Least, uh, Phoenix and Portland, Oregon. They average about 14 R-rated words a day. Place you're most likely to use some choice words at home, obviously, right? While you're with friends, 7% when you're driving. I would say that's probably a little higher if it's rush hour traffic. Work is the top place we want to swear but hold back. Boy, they don't do that around here. Man, you walk around the hallways of the radio station, maybe not on the air, but in the hallways, oh my God, it sounds like an NFL locker room. And the number one person we swear at is ourselves. 8% uh, say they swear at their significant other the most. Oh, that's sad. The most universal thing we make us that makes us want to swear. Uh, when we get injured, hurt ourselves, you know, stub toe or something. Maybe road rage. We get bad news. Cracking a joke. Arguing. Or when we get good news. Our favorite fill-in words we use instead of swearing. Fudge. Shoot, frick, or frickin'. Crap, dang, heck, damn, or damn it. Holy cow, dang, or dang it, and freaking. And only 7% say they never cuss. Who are, what? Huh. But you know, a lot of people have permission to swear. Like Detroit Lions fans. Maybe hungry Chick-fil-A customers who forget it's Sunday afternoon. Or any of us checking our 401k balance. We're talking about the president. Florida flood insurance agents. They're probably cussing a lot right now. Or that hunter who misses the charging rhino. Any parent after their kid asks, what's sex? 
people who get stuck behind Lenny Kravitz at the metal detector. <laughs> your loser neighbor after you change your Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> or being stuck behind a Subaru trying to drive out of the Goldstream Valley. Ugh. Swear, that's enough to make me swear right there. See how I said I swear? But I didn't. I just said I swear, even though I didn't swear. I swear. <laughs> well, you know what happens a lot. You know, you see the nice looking ass and the hair and you walk up and go, hey, beautiful. And they turn around and go, what'd you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. I thought I thought that you, I thought that that, I thought that you, uh, yeah. You ever done that? Sorry. Thought you were a chick. How, how do you say that to a guy, right? All those apologies. Speaking of apologies, uh, in a couple of polls, 45% of people think men don't say sorry enough. I totally disagree. Now, I'm thinking they're just talking about men in general, not general, not married men. 20% think women don't say sorry enough. But both genders are more likely to say that to the other one uh, if, if the other one doesn't apologize enough. And everyone knows, like Canadians, sorry, they say it way too much. This is a normal conversation. What about Americans? Poll asked people if men or women tend to say sorry or apologize in everyday situations. If I'm wrong, I'm the first just to, and I always, in fact, I think it says 45 percent think men don't say it enough but i don't think they're counting married men because we just let that spew that word just comes out in every conversation or argument just so the argument can end because we men we can end an argument and not even think about it again sorry bro my bad all right boom we move on women they stew they file that argument they remember it they hold on to it and relive it in their brain over and over and over all right, not all women don't, I'm not pegging y'all. I'm just saying, in general, especially when you're married, married men, we apologize a lot just because we want the argument to be over. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Even when it's their fault, we just apologize. Just Can we just move on? 20% think women don't say it enough, while 40% say they apologize too much. That said, when you break the responses down by gender, both men and women think they say sorry too much. All right, there we go. <laughs> but now there's those certain situations I think we should all apologize in. Like I mentioned, you know, you, you think, you know, dude is a girl, that's worth an apology. Or when a woman says, I'm not pregnant, after you nod at her stomach and say, boy or girl. By the way, don't ever do that. My dad taught me, don't ever even assume a woman is pregnant unless you watch the baby actually breaching from the birthing canal. Or when the customer behind you says, hey, this is 15 items or less after you've put your 187th can of cat food on the conveyor belt. It's worth an apology. When grandma has her heart attack and you're sitting there with the paramedics because you triggered her pacemaker by pulling the old joy buzzer prank, that is definitely worth an apology. Or when the pills clatter all over the sink after you've opened your host's medicine cabinet while you're using the bathroom? How about this, ladies, when your boyfriend goes limp because you laughed when he asked you to call him Monster Wang? <laughs> I can't even say that straight. <laughs> oh, these are all apologetic moments. Your eight-year-old bursts into tears because you hit him with the draw four card in Uno. You're going to apologize. 
Or let's say you're a middle-aged man with a ponytail and, uh, no, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Straight up, just apologize for that period, would you please? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Senator Lisa Murkowski with us. Thanks for being here once again. I always love ch- talking to you. I love it. This is this is so much fun. I you, love these. Thank you for Why humoring can't I have me. More radio interviews like this. I tell you, this is exactly like I said. I had uh, Dunleavy on, and we had a big debate over whether cereal is soup. He said no. I said yes, and we went off from there. Uh, All right. So uh, here's our it next one. Depends what kind of cereal. Uh, thank you. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We're going to play a game called Yes or BS. And to do that, I mean, I do have. Uh, like music I can even play if we need it. So you we'll go a into... Song? Well, uh, kind of, yeah. So okay. And now it's time for... Yes! 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 Or BS! Don't get me back to good, good Okay. <laughs> Enough of that. Here we go. Here's your first question. Uh, yes or BS? Toenails grow faster than fingernails. BS. Wow, nailed it. You yeah. win. Oh my God. Yeah. Everybody knows that your toenails grow so slow. Yeah, fingernails waiting, grow four times faster. I've been waiting faster. for my one toenail and I got a, I, you know, I smashed it on well, something. I and smashed it. Yeah. I'm waiting for that thing to fall off. It's been like six months. All right. Forever. TMI, Lisa. All right. We move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Here we go. Uh, yes or BS. After victory in battle, Vikings drank the blood of their conquered enemies from human skulls. No, I don't think they drank it from human skulls. I think they drank it from those horns, didn't they? No, they actually did it from human skulls. It was very wow. Game of Thrones. I don't know wow. if they used the straw or not. Wow, but, wow, wow. Okay, well, okay. all right. Stay away from the Vikings, apparently. Man, at least back then. Yeah. Uh, the yo-yo was the first toy advertised on television. Yes or BS? Ooh, advertised on television. Ah, uh, I'm going to say yes. Oh, no, no. Actually, believe it or not. It was uh, Mr. Potato Head. Oh, 1951. Mr. Potato yeah. Head. Did you ever have a Mr. Potato Head? Oh, yeah, still do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Everyone had a Mr. Potato Head. Yes. Uh, here we go. Here's the next one. Oh, by the way, uh, fun fact about the yo yo. I'm filled with useless knowledge. That's yeah. why I do what I do. They were originally used as war weapons in the Philippines. True story. Wow. Here you go. Uh, yes, you had or to be BS. Good, though. Yeah, we had to be really good, like that guy on America's Got Talent. Uh, The early pilgrims celebrated Thanksgiving, but they outlawed Christmas. Uh, Let's just say yes. You're you're right. They actually did that. What about your religious persecution and all that? All right. Okay, well, that's confusing. And uh, let's see. I've got one more for you. All right. Sheep can survive up to two weeks buried in a snowdrift. Two weeks. Two weeks, you know, they really do have that that thick, thick, sure. thick. So I'm I'm going to say yes. You win! Oh my god! Hey, that's a uh, passing grade. You got uh, most of them. So there oh you go. Gosh. Well, I was doing really poorly in the middle there. <laughs> Started <laughs> okay. off well and then tanked, but uh, yeah, the sheep rebounded. saved me. Yeah, the sheep saved you. There yeah. you go. This is uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski. Good luck this year, of course. Always, uh, always enjoy having you coming up and visiting uh, the Golden Heart City. You do it often, and we appreciate that in a big way. And uh, thanks for keeping up the good fight for Alaska. I appreciate that. Well, and thank you for this extraordinary round of trivia. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm really going to have to go see if I can find out, that, find out when 
when uh, uh, yo-yos really came into being. But now, I mean, now I you know the background of that. Here. A little bit of history. Jeez, I got so so much work to do. Oh, we're an educational you know, program. That was not in my briefing memo for this interview. <laughs> just so you no, know, just so you know, none of it was. This was all <laughs> off the cuff. Thank you so much, Senator. Great to be with you, Glenner. There you go. Well, another fun one in the cabin. Want to thank our guest, the lovely Maria. As well, she's always gracing us with her presence. And, of course, the one and only Senator Lisa Murkowski. She heads back to Washington, D.C., and we thank you for joining us here in the cabin as well. We learned about the art of swearing and when to apologize. It was a real educational show. Next week, we're going to talk about the perfect piece of candy as we get closer to Halloween. Things we're grateful for. Our office workers survey and my tips for relieving stress which may or may not include alcohol. All next week on the podcast. Like us, share us, tell us about it. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.